everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show, live edition, although technically I guess we record each of these live, so what are we talking about? But we're here with the Patreon fans. We just watched the Toxic Crusaders episode, This Spuds for You. Uh, It's suggested by Psycho Andy on Patreon. We're not watching G.I. Joe this week. We're not ready for season six to start. Now, uh, Psycho Andy suggested that this episode would be too good. For this show, um, I would disagree, but my name is Ray Stacanus. I am Robert Clark Chan. I am Gina fucking Ippolito. And this is a show where we talk about cartoon shows of the 80s and 90s called Knowing is Half the Podcast. That's your full intro, Robert Clark Chan. (laughs) (sighs) Can I tell you a secret? Um, Even though I derail the uh, intro almost every time. I hate it when they don't introduce themselves on podcasts normally that I listen what to. What are you doing? I am a self-sabotaging <laughs> son of a bitch. I don't know what you're saying. I also still, like, I, I just started listening to a, a, a podcast that I won't name on walks. And it's two white guys. And I legitimately cannot tell them apart. So I feel like every 30 seconds. And, and I think that that's how people feel about Chan and Ray. All right, hold who on. Are, who are just Gina? tuning in gonna need you to put that in the chat put the name of the podcast <laughs> you're watching so that the patreon the patrons oh can can get a whole secret sign okay. up for the patreon folks it's it'll you'll learn it'll all sorts of things life. it's gonna be a real about. big it's gonna be a real big letdown oh. and the only reason i'm even listening is because i've been like going on going on walks uh <laughs> just to get out of out of my house and there are literally a million podcasts that you could be listening to why would you is, listen to one that isn't good? No, I mean is, it is. It's good. It's just it's more like work related than fun yeah. related. Gotcha. Well, you don't know gotcha. about Gina. Huge fan of the Tucker Carlson Fox News podcast. Yeah, <laughs> listens to it roughly twenty four hours a day. Now, since we started this, we've added two more people who probably should get introductions. So I'm just going to introduce the entire room for the people at home. They're watching it here. They're typing in chat as we go. So we might incorporate some of their statements and words. I mean, to be fair, apparently the entire chat. Uh, it says we want a full 10 minute segment each week consisting of Gina yelling at Ray to which I would say, isn't that just the brand of the show to begin with? What are we talking about? Um, so here in chat, we have psycho Andy, Jason McLean, Doug Johnson, Tim Blake, Delvin Cox from the Delvin Cox experience, Channing Sherman and Mr. JRC one word long. Thank you all so much for being here. Don't talk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why is everybody coming in hot? Why am I the only one that's like got a modicum of diplomacy here? <laughs> okay, hold on. No, I'm going to jump on board. Hey, uh, patrons, fuck you, all of you. <laughs> Every last one of you, you're monsters and should be destroyed. How's that? Does that feel better? Am I, yeah. am something I'm... you haven't said in private. So <laughs> <laughs> I put it, I type in the chat like a civilized podcaster. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, Gina, why don't you listen to Knowing is Half the Podcast on your walks? That sounds like a really good I idea. I don't know what that is. Is that a is that a podcast? I'm not familiar myself. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, we just watched uh, Toxic Crusaders, as I said before. Um, uh, y'all, do you feel that that episode of a cartoon was too good for this this Can I just say, podcast? normally we record just audio and we don't get video of each other. And right. this time we're just like doing it over Zoom so we can see each other. That's right. I watched you orange folded, leaning as far back away from the screen as is humanly possible. And I'm pretty sure I was laughing out loud the entire time. 
So I was like, every time I'd look over, I'd be like, oh, am I, are we watching the same? What's going on How here? How do you always have the wrong opinion on everything? <laughs> Wait, you're saying, you're saying Ray hated it, but you didn't? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I didn't I hate that. I, I definitely did not hate this. I th- I was entertained, but I it's a it's a big stretch to say that it's too good for us. <laughs> I don't really think I don't really think much is too good for us. But okay, yeah. is it is it good? Good? No, it's not uh, Batman the animated series. But like, it's a show that knows what it is, and especially for the time, um, you know, w- was very self aware and like it maximized what it had. I mean, it was an adult sensibility in a show that was intended for children. So it wasn't, um, I don't know, it, it, it didn't treat its audience like it was stupid. Which I is, think the oh, fact that it started Jan. out with that intro was a, was a delightful shock to that me. That was awesome. That was awesome. And it was a Chuck Lorre bang. So there we go. The, we want to know why song. it was not what in the list it? of bangers. What is it these days? I, I think mean, Chuck Lorre is, is, has mastered time travel and is going back to insert his name into the credits of show like every show ever uh just to make it look like he's had a hand in everything throughout history yeah i would i would argue that alf tales did everything toxic uh, crusaders did about 10 times better oh my god uh, what is wrong with you i I will say i agree with jason mclean that there was a lot of talking and exposition like for for a cartoon that was basically like here are some weird looking things fighting crime it was a lot of like monologuing and 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 like if i was judging that script just on looking at it alone i would tell the writer like you gotta get rid of like half this dialogue see that's the thing is you you add extra uh talking so you don't have to animate as much i assume that that's the angle they were going for we're three weird ass looking people who do nothing but talk into a microphone. How are you down on the Toxic Crusaders, which is exactly that? Wait, who which three people, Chan? There's a lot of people in this room you could be referring to. I think it's safe to say that Gina's the weirdest looking one here. It's true. Now there was there was a post, I think uh, was it Chris P. Bacon posted of a uh, uh, a, a happy dog, like an angry cat, and then some animal I've never conceived of before. And then Chan, you said th- this is an exact representation of this show. It, Ray, do you? They were illustrating something that we said in the podcast. That doesn't mean I know what we're talking about. <laughs> Just because I we say literally things, said doesn't mean I can be held responsible dog, for them. Or Gina said, "You're a dog. I'm a, a grumpy cat." And Gina was an aardvark, and that was the three <laughs> pictures. Ray, this makes sense though, because Ray oh. doesn't listen to women. So fair. It makes sense how that he didn't, he didn't know what was going on. How dare you? Listen, I, you know how many podcasts I do, Robert Clark Chan? I can't be held responsible yeah, for remembering many, I yeah, what I say. And again, he remembers things from those podcasts because those are only hosted by men. So that's <laughs> th- this tracks. This, you know, this is a good time to mention I'm, I'm currently on the Delvin Cox Experience show. <laughs> if you want to go download the newest oh, episode of oh, Delvin shit. Cox Experience, did you by just the way, drag uh, a guy. Delvin under the bus with you. <laughs> Oh, you Delvin's coming straight with me. You just dragged bus. him along for the ride. 
Come yeah, here, Delvin. He wanted, he wanted the heat off of himself, and that's and he did it the wrong way. <laughs> Come on, Delvin Cox, me and you were going under bus exploring. Let's do this. <laughs> Look, a, fu- a fun fact is that I wouldn't be on this podcast if not for Robert Clark Chan forcing Ray to. Whoa, let, wait a minute! Whoa, 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 with him. whoa! That is Chan, Chan is backing me up. He's you can't see it, but he was he was nodding his head. No, listen, you're half only half right. Now the thing was, I talked to Robert. No, this is knowing is half the podcast history we're going to get into here i was talking with robert clark chan about doing a show and i said we're gonna do gi joe let's watch this episode and it was the episode where sergeant slaughter gets teleported back to ancient greece by aliens and i say do you think this is a show that could we that could work and he watched it and said yes this is definitely a show weird enough and i said good uh we need a uh, uh um a not man to be the third host we need a female and to then Ray the responded, show. I don't know what you're talking about. No, that's the what I said. The entire world is only made up of men. My goodness. And then Chan had to explain that some of them weren't, but like Ray was clearly blocking them from his from his brain. And Chan suggested uh, TV's Gina Ippolito, who I had never met uh, met before. And Back I when said, she was just uh, stages Gina Ippolito. She was, she <laughs> yeah, was yeah. the pack theater stages, St- stages Gina Ippolito. And Wiki feats Gina Ippolito. <laughs> And, and to be fair, yeah, you've really you've really improved yourself a lot, Gina, since we started this show. <laughs> I think that's a fair Ar- statement. Arguable, arguable. Arguable. Uh, and so Gina came by. I said, great. You know, if you vouch for Gina, I will give Gina a, a, a look at the show. And then you came in and then we met. And then like, I'm not even kidding. Two minutes after we said hello, you walked in the door. We sat down and just started podcasting. <laughs> And then, and then Gina came out and brought her special kind of magic. And here we are 26 years later, still doing it. That was uh, back when we could, we could get to a podcast in two minutes instead of you fuckers now being like, oh, I got kids. Oh, I got, this is going on. Uh, oh no, we can't. It's 45 minutes of getting set up and getting my water and getting my notebook. But you say that like it's a bad thing. I mean, it is, but you're saying it <laughs> like it is. Um, let's talk about Toxic Crusaders. Um, it opens, uh, this is obviously pulled from a, a DVD home video of the Toxic Crusaders, hosted by Lloyd Kaufman, Uncle Lloydy, as he calls himself, one of the the heroes of uh, Troma. He's the guy who does, like, one of the two people who did all the Troma stuff. I don't remember if he was the director. They were all involved in all the process. But he made such great movies as The Toxic Avenger, uh, Teenage Cat Girls in Heat, Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD and oh god there's and like 150 other trauma movies each made for a, as much as a pack of cigarettes these are not these are also magical movies from when I was a kid uh, well in middle school high school because it's it, it, it these are the trauma movies are the ones that gave me a love of film that I'd is like to the just point truth. out that uh, uh, Psycho Andy is calling you two out because we used to do we used to offer a lot more content, a lot more bang for the buck. Yeah, and he so also instead of Toxic Avengers, we used to get a GI Joe episode, a Know Your Joe, and a Patreon non GI Joe cartoon every right. week. He's and right. now you got you boys just couldn't keep it up. Uh, here's the deal: when you get older, Gina, you're just not <laughs> able to keep it up as long. I wouldn't know. I don't date anyone over 27 i mean you're not wrong and you're also not wrong <laughs> so i'm sorry i'm just staring at uh uh jason mcclain's cat's butthole <laughs> um again sign up for that patreon it's uh quality quality are we going to talk about the goddamn cartoon because like i'm trying to the podcast. 
I'm trying to. So uh, uh, Lloyd Kaufman intros the show by talking about evil corporations, and I'm just having a good time with it because, you know, he's probably, if I remember right, he's some old, like, libertarian dude, you know, so it's like, it's, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, Chan, you tell me, but that's how, how he always struck me. I don't know. Uh, All I know is complaining about notes, evil corporations. Point, I have I love this already, which is not something that comes up very often in my notes wow. for the show. You wait, you're saying during the intro before we're even into the cartoon, you loved yeah. it already? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, this guy was like, he was just in a, like a documentary about Blockbuster, I think, that I watched oh, on a plane that, that was like very weird and entertaining. Um, the thing that really struck me, though, is as he's doing his monologue, there's a mugshot of O.J. Simpson hanging on the <laughs> wall behind him, <laughs> which uh, I don't know how appropriate that is, especially given that he would have recorded it far after like the mid and early 90s when it would have been a cultural thing. Wait, you think it's not it's not fair to O.J. Simpson? What's your beef here? You know, why don't we as a people come together and forgive O.J.? Look, I want yeah, to this... be able to watch a Naked Gun movie again, Gina. This tracks. I think that when when uh, O.J. Simpson was caught, Ray said, oh, he killed a man. And then someone said there was also a woman there. And then Ray said, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Welcome to the theme of the episode. I hope you all. Uh, I was I was in I was, you know, I was in it was in college when the O.J. Simpson verdict happened. I remember I lived in the jock hall, the one that all the athletes and all of the uh, the, 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 the 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 very large men who worked out all the time, lived in. I don't know how I ended up in there as a freshman, but there we are. And I remember walking through the hall to Delvin Cox. Tell me about it. Uh, I am old. Um, and I remember like the verdict was just coming out and every like every room door was open in this dorm. And they each wanted like nine guys in it. There were no, I don't know how, the, were, how we got so many people in this building. They weren't all supposed to be there, but every single room was sure flooded. And I walked into a room with people I didn't know story, who were all large, muscular men. And we were all watching the thing come in. And then when they said not guilty, the entire room erupted as the entire hall did with joy. And there was the biggest cheer for him getting away with murder of a dude. Uh, and Gina claims someone else. I don't, I'm not following. Um, and I've just, I'll never remember feeling a more surreal moment surrounded by meatheads, super happy about a guy getting away with murdering. I don't know what that has to do with the toxic crusaders, but it somehow fits. I mean, uh, no, it's, it fits into the show because the show is mostly talking about your, um, experiences that you later learn were homoerotic experiences. True. So that fits. Yeah. Bunch of big muscular men, nine yep. in a room, nine all a sitting room. around cheering. Chan, I mean, look, I mean, that, we're getting to some deep truths here. That was not my experience when, when OJ Simpson got off. That was not, not. What was your experience, Gina? What was uh, your experience when OJ got off? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I let me tell you, I was covered from head to toe. <laughs> yeah, it seemed he seems like the sort. Oh, please. He's way too old. Uh, <laughs> Not back then, dude. He wasn't 27 back then. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, my <laughs> point is, <laughs> my point is toxic. So we, uh, uh, the intro, the, the intro, if I'm reading the intro correctly, is he was an incel who couldn't get girls. So he fell into a vat of toxic waste outside of his restaurant. That just happened to be there. He got real buff and toxic, and now everyone wants to fuck. Is that the intro? Did I get that right? Yes. Is that is your personal origin story? Well, nobody wanted to fuck. What are we talking what about you, right what now? What you hope your personal origin story will That's be? That's my future origin story, Gina Hippolito. 
How dare you? <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel like I might have said this before we were recording, but the original Toxic Avenger, which it's always interesting to me that they changed it from Avenger to Crusader. I'm guessing that they did some some polling and people probably said like, oh, Avengers sounds like mean, but Crusaders sounds good. Or they, they ran into legal problems with the with the marvel universe yeah uh, but the original toxic avenger filmed in booton new jersey right next to my very small town of booton township new jersey uh which was a very big point of pride for anyone in or near booton or booton township to this very day actually like on their instagram page people will frequently be like oh shit look look where i am i'm standing right by this building where the toxic adventure was shot i do remember when you did that library panel and uh, on the panel with you the one hosting and moderating was uh someone dressed up in a toxic avenger outfit <laughs> seems kind of oh, odd I wish. more sense now uh, <laughs> people in chat want to know aren't all incels toxic chatting sherman wants to know um delvin good, cox good claims point. he's never met an incel delvin i've heard your show I, yeah i could promise you you have i yeah um, i was gonna say i guarantee you you have <laughs> sometimes they hide they frequently hide when when other men are around that's uh, that's the deal but and, uh, yeah but us, and Boone... us ladies can can id them pretty quick and Booton Township is on the map for two things, Gina Ippolito and looking like it belongs in a toxic wilderness. Apparently, <laughs> those are the their sign things. as you enter. It's like, welcome to Booton Township, home of Gina Ippolito and uh, toxic incels. Yo, that's that's all you need, really. So moving forward, we open with a yodeling song, which I thought was interesting. And, and none of these people has jobs. So uh, I don't know how they've been getting along with this this entire time, but they don't make a lot of money crime fighting. Uh, sure. And so each of them, that's the conceit of this episode is each of them is going to get a job. Oh, according to Psycho Andy, they live in a dump, literally. But yeah. don't you still have to pay for that? I was watching a YouTube video that said, here's how you can live on no money at all. Buy a house and rent out most of it. Well, see, the problem with that is if you don't have money, you can't buy a house to rent it out. That's the thing I learned about this economy. Right. Uh, we, we glossed over the fact that someone brought up that you clearly have no idea what libertarians are. Oh, that's outrageous. They're the people that work in the Libertaria to get me books <laughs> in using the card catalog. Because because you apparently think it, it's, it means corporations when really it means uh, uh, government. No, that's the thing. That's what made it seem weird to me is I thought that uh, Lloyd Kaufman was one of these big old libertarian kind of these pendulette guys. And he didn't say anything that would indicate otherwise. And, and well, that's the thing is he's angry, but you could be a libertarian and still be angry about bigger corporations that are bigger than you. That's just being salty about the system that you support. I think it, I think it fits. And maybe I'm totally wrong about Lloyd Kaufman, too. I mean, that, that's also on the table. <laughs> there's, there's, let's just agree that Ray is probably wrong about a I, lot of stuff. So. Safe, yeah. I, uh, mm -hmm. Hashtag uh, Ray is right is the hashtag <laughs> genus. So I don't know what you're talking about. I've never been wrong. Let's continue forward. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the other show. My point is is that uh, uh, we cut over to Dr. Kilimov, great name, and he's winning this game show that he's watching, and he says, you know, if I wasn't evil, I would be killing it on game shows. And I'm like, you know, I saw that uh, Holtzhauer guy. I think you can be evil and and and, and kill it on a game show. Uh, uh, Yeah, I don't know why they're, they're mutually exclusive. It seems pretty normal to me. I've seen The Chase. I've seen... 
I've seen when they have like 27 questions banked and then in two minutes, Holtzauer destroys them. I don't know. You guys don't watch The Chase, obviously. Come on, you people. The Chase, get into it. It's popcorn television. It's a game show. Makes you smart. It's how you this know is, things. This is, all, this is all you watch because you can't handle shows with a narrative. Yes. Moving forward, uh, we also meet up with Dr. Bender, uh, who has, he's working on it. This is the, the, the plot of the episode. Dr. Bender, not voiced by John DiMaggio. Dr. <laughs> Bender is working on a Magoop 82, which is a, which is a formula that when it's eaten by rats or people, turns them into nearsighted old people. Uh, yeah, That's this the is, plan. I think, I think this is, a, this is where Gwyneth Paltrow got the name for goop. She was okay. watching the toxic crusaders cartoon and Makes said, that's a, that's a, that's something that I can market. Let's just drop, drop the Mick because McDonald's will sue us. Oh, good point. Yeah. Uh, granted there's no Gina, Mick, that's mug goop. very racist to say drop the Mick. That is... <laughs> Yeah, I, it's almost St. Patrick's Day for you God's sake. What is wrong against with Irish people? I'm Italian. They're practically the same thing. Do, do you wow. want to tell her? Okay. Do you want I to tell her about uh, 100 years ago in this country? Like no one screen grabbed this and send it to Child Protective Services. So Channing Sherman <laughs> wants us to know in chat: Ray is sexist and Gina is racist, <laughs> and Chan hates everybody. Yeah, yeah, he's he's. <laughs> it's fair. I don't like I that because anybody who says they're an equal opportunity offender is not there are <laughs> only sexist and racist and uh, it's it's a red flag that's how you no, know that's the thing i've noticed about these equal opportunity offenders it's it's always just like you know i don't think this group of people deserves to live i don't think these people should get a chance to vote and have you seen white people dance it's sort of like it's not it's not quite but the same you? thing it's insane <laughs> But I definitely think they should be making all the laws. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm equal opportunity. I get them all. Like, well, well. Uh, there's some uh, famous voices in this cartoon, which was which was unexpected. I feel oh, like I there's always famous voices in cartoon that I'm cartoons that I'm like, oh shit. But this one was like, oh shit. They, Do you have some they, names they, for but us, I guess Gina? since Chuck Lorre was attached. Uh, this is pre like uh, Chuck Lorre, Lord of All. This is back when he was just doing uh, theme songs. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah, looking it up here. Yeah, but they knew because because he traveled back in time, and he said to like Michael J. Pollard and and a couple of other people, like, "Hey, be in this cartoon. Uh, it'll really make your career take off." Who's All right, someday so you'll be in. You'll have a small role in the movie Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's a lot of kind of uh, uh, a who's who of uh, voice actors. You got Greg Berger. Uh, you got Susan Blue, Paul uh, Elding. Uh, you know, a, a whole lot of this crew, Kath Susie is in there. Uh, these are all a whole bunch of people that would be well known to animation historians. Um, Ray is reading names off a Wikipedia page and pretending he knows who they are. I, I know who like three of those four people are. And the fourth <laughs> name was familiar. So thank you, TV's Gene Ippolito. How dare you? Um, okay. So they all got to get jobs. Let's talk about some of the jobs that these people got. Uh, the, the lady with the accordion who's hot, but can't see that's her, that's her mutant power. Uh, she is working as a salvation army beggar playing music as part of a three piece band outside of an abandoned best buy, which I thought was an interesting, their, their job titles, those people that stand outside of, well, that's, that (laughs) was the question I are are beggars. 
That's the question I wrote here. Well, yes, first off, they're fucking beggars. Start there. <laughs> um, is that a job? Do you get paid for that? Like, yeah, do well, you get paid more than you bring in? That seems outrageous to me. Uh, that was like back when those like those people could still make money. Like you could still make money for the Salvation Army. I think nowadays people don't carry cash. And No, nobody know. does that. I mean, like that's and there's three of them for one kettle. That seems wildly inefficient. And also, I must also point out the big box store behind them seemed completely abandoned. Uh, <laughs> I just I don't think their location was very good. Um, so I, there it is. Uh, Toxic Avenger. Uh, he becomes the an ice cream man who huh? throws ice cream at children or something. It was a little. I couldn't quite follow this uh, this this very well at all. GI Joe will return after these messages. Toxic Crusaders. The Toxic Crusaders have two new members. Junkyard, a mutation with a taste for doggy bones, and Headbanger, half mad scientist, half party animal. They've joined to keep Dr. Killamoff and Psycho, his cybernetic sidekick with a bionic brain, from polluting and conquering the Earth. Also, because good guys get the babes. You don't have to be toxic to be popular, but it helps. Toxic Crusaders. They're gross. But they still get girls. Hideously deformed action figures from Playmates. Now, back to G.I. Joe. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the, the mom, Toxic's mom, he, she sells vacuum cleaners door to door. Toxic's And is very good at it. She got... did a very good job. Why is, to- so Toxic's mom isn't, she's not, she's like the only one that's sort of non-toxic? I would argue they're all toxic in one way or another. So like I... he didn't get, he didn't get in this, in this alternate world, he also didn't get toxicified from her vagina. No, Wait, he can, well, we know from the intro. Person? Yeah, he became toxic later. Yeah, his mom was just like a normal, like they they played her sort of like a a, a New York nebbishy Jewish woman, like Costanza's mom. Yeah, but she yeah. but she's not mutated. I guess like the I guess the all male writers room that clearly wrote this were like, is it bad if we draw in some lady mutants? And someone said, ugh, lady mutants. Who do they fuck in their spare time? And then and then they were like, just put in like a hot one and sort of a nebbishy mom character, but don't mutate them in any way. <laughs> no, that'd be weird. Uh, now, the chat room is going nuts right now because uh, Yvonne is nearsighted, the lady, and that makes her a mutant. However, it's also being yeah. argued by Psycho Andy that nearsighted is normal. I want to say that, uh, no, being <laughs> farsighted is normal. If you're nearsighted, you're a monster. I'm horrendously nearsighted and also legally blind. So I guess my dating options just opened up to sweet, sweet <laughs> mutants. <laughs> Gina, Which, uh, you might say that I mean, you've never dated a mutant before. Yeah, I, I feel like I got a receipts. solid sixty percent of the people in this chat right now uh, qualify for you. <laughs> um, farsighted. It's all about being farsighted. Those are the cool kids sitting in the back of the room. You know far-sighted. why? Because we can see Who's, the front. Who the hell is Thank farsighted? You. That's like this barely guy. a thing. This guy right here. That's right. You ridiculous. know why? I don't need to read. That's R- why. ridiculous. Real quick, since I've been running around trying to keep my child from screaming into this microphone, and exciting. I, just, I bought him off with fruit snacks. We'll see how long that lasts. You but know, you kid skipped kid. over the Elvis Mouse, which I thought was pretty well, funny, we, yeah. actually. Yeah, I liked Elvis Mouse. Elvis Mouse. Now, why did he become an Elvis Mouse? I don't know. It's a gag. No, I don't know. It was just he didn't, it made no he sense. He didn't become an Elvis Mouse, right? He became an old, but he was no, already after becoming, an Elvis. No, he was a mouse. For he became an Elvis Mouse. Was an Elvis Mouse. became an old. Oh. Yeah. 
uh, and uh, also, uh, uh, yeah, Yvonne was singing about big butts, which I didn't think was allowed in 1991, but, you know, there you go. Well, that's how you know she does not lie. Um, uh, I don't think that's how that you works. You think it wasn't allowed in kids' cartoons or just in general in the in the world we lived in? In the oh, world we, we lived in. The yeah. first one was Magoop 81. There we go. Thank you, Psycho Andy, for clearing this up for us. The we have a, Thankfully, we have a Toxic Crusaders historian in the chat room with us. I mean, or you to... could just watch the episode. You could just watch it and Chan, see you're the things a lot that right happen now. and remember them for 20 minutes. Is, you're asking me way too much right now. How <laughs> dare you? I am. Uh, I moving know. forward, because uh, you know, I'm gonna keep keep this zipping along because Gina wouldn't stop not talking about <laughs> other things earlier. Um, they go to a somehow. I didn't really understand this because there's you know there's a lot of did this movie this movie this show. <laughs> This episode of this program is really this the problem. You watch a twenty-minute cartoon, you're like, "That was like three hours." Jesus Christ, I can't remember is, anything. This is a show that does not sit in the moment at all. This is a moment that goes zip, 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 zip. A, B, C, yeah, D, E, yeah. F, G, H, yep. I, J, and it just keeps banging through everything. Mm -hmm. So you don't have time to actually like feel comfortable with what's happening before they moved on to two more things. So oh, you you're like, like, oh, you could sudden, not follow this children's cartoon. Was this like I was able to follow main, it. Is your main gripe? I had to let a lot of stuff go that I just had to accept I didn't understand. Like, why Toxic Avenger is there talking to his girlfriend and suddenly he starts shaking and goes, oh, we got to go to the potato farm. I, I, I feel like we got to go to the potato. It's like, what? And then they're, they're the potato farm. They don't stop to really dwell in this moment. It just happens. So see, here's the thing. Uh, Chan doesn't enjoy cartoons because he thinks like, he, he like, if he doesn't enjoy something, it means like, oh, it relied too heavily on puns or it was like this. I don't enjoy things when they're poorly written from a story standpoint. Ray doesn't enjoy things when he doesn't understand them and is made to feel stupid. It's fair. So this all tracks. It is such a low bar, though. <laughs> like, what can slip under that bar? Yeah, Legion? I mean, you would think you would think that that this cartoon could slip under the bar of of things that Ray understands, but clearly we we overestimated him. No, and the people's reactions to the situations they're in often make no sense at all. No, I can appreciate cartoon logic and what have you. Can but you? Like, can you though? We yeah. go. Yes, yes, I can. Because we have Doctor uh, Bender, who uh, there was a surfing telegram guy. Uh, sure, and then they end up both in the uh, atom splicing machine. Uh, Adam, Adam Smash Machine, they get mashed into one body together. So they spend about three seconds running around being like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, this is crazy. Oh, no. And then he immediately stops and goes, hey, my, my thing works. Anyway, I'm perfectly comfortable in this body now. And it's just it's just it's jarring. That's all I'm trying to say. The the the, the they don't they the rhythm of this show is way off. It's way off. You mean like that uh, uh, naked gun? Just too <laughs> many jokes just yep. coming at you. Not why would why do they keep making the jokes? Can't they stop and just sit in them for a little while? <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be nice? Anyway, so moving forward, he's uh, okay. It's apparently explained in previous episodes. We didn't watch Chan. I blame you. This Even though Psycho Andy two, gave us the episode. Man. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, he goes to the potato farm. Uh, they're spraying the Magoop 82 to, on the potato crop. So that way it'll, everyone will be. I don't know what the end goal of this is either. Like, what's the point of this? This is a, you know. You know, I look at, listen, Psycho Andy, I look at villains and I look at their motivations and I say, how does this get them to where they want to go? 
and and spraying uh, like a handful of people at one fast food restaurant with this is not going to get any villain where he needs to go. That's all I'm trying to say. You can say they explained it in the episode. It does not matter. This does not play. This does not work. This is what, I'm glad that our patrons are seeing what Chan and I deal with on a weekly Wait, basis. You act like I edit out me sounding stupid in every episode. I clearly do not. Yeah, but it's it's easier to listen to in a passive way than like really be in the room while you're being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Um, okay, so now we also, have. Also, I do feel yes. better that you hate this because that <laughs> means that I am correct that this is a good cartoon. It is very enjoyable. I just can't believe you always feel the opposite of what I do. I would think at some point we'd find the common ground. I thought it was going to be Alf Tales, and then you're just like, mm, too many jokes, too many puns. I'm just like, <laughs> what is happening right now? And then we get to this episode, and I go, this shit is it, it's rhythmically all over the place. Uh, they, they're, they're jumping around way too much. It's going way too fast for what it is. And here's Chan. Oh, it's so many jokes and puns. Why don't you like it? It's like, Chan, pick a side of the fence and sit on it. Thank you. One bite. Here's the thing. Thank you. You can, uh, I, I, I also feel good because oftentimes, yes, I will be contrary and someone will say something and I'll immediately you? jump to the opposite just because it's, it's in my DNA. But this time I could watch real time as I was actively enjoying it. And I saw you just, just hating. And I was like, oh, okay. So it's not me. It's not me this time. <laughs> oh, it's my turn to like something. Uh, it's so rare on this show. Real, real quick, I, I'm going to put in this drop because it did make me very happy. Yeah. You know what you need? A uh, good luck kiss? Uh-uh. A battle cry. I do? Uh-huh. Something to yell before you do battle that'll strike fear in the hearts of your enemies. Something like, it's clobbering time or hi-ho, silver! Hmm. Uh, wait, I got it. That was pretty funny. I like that bit. That is that is that is beautiful. And it is yeah, like makes fun of the superhero concept and heroes in general and and uh and that would be my battle cry too if I were a superhero. So I <laughs> Can I just say can I just say for all the people at home uh, uh that are uh, in the room right now I wasn't sure if Egon was wearing pants or not. So when he stood up, I started getting very, very nervous uh, that we were about to break 27 international laws. Uh, thankfully, yeah, thank you. I'm not the only one that felt that way. <laughs> yeah. So I've when he stood averting, up, my, I've been my, averting my eyes the whole time. When he stood up, I went, oh, um, and then thankfully he was wearing uh, pants. Or shorts, so we're in we're in a or good place. Underwear, we can't really tell. Like, like let's I don't be really honest need to here. dwell on it at all. <laughs> uh, we're gonna cut to the fast food restaurant now. Uh, big nose guy is now working in the restaurant, and it's called Burpo. Uh, His name there is Burpo no Fries. Zone, it's no zone. Who cares? I heard no zone. I heard the no zone conspiracy. One of my favorite GI Joe Deke era episodes. That the one that we watched way before we watched Deke era, and then couldn't figure it out. Anyway, we got two versions of that uh, that you can check out at your leisure uh, on the uh, Patreon uh, Super Secret Vault. My point is, he's on the staff. They go to the restaurant. Uh, they 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 use the potatoes uh, of the of the crop, and so people uh, and so they say. Uh, what I love about this is they do do a good bit here. Of we told the staff not to touch it; it's special. So the staff ate it immediately. And I said, having worked in restaurants a long time, that is accurate. That checks out. 
that is fully accurate to what's going on right now. And then some random fighting happens and just this is where it starts really losing the needle and starts going all over the place. We end up in the lab, which is underneath the fast food restaurant. Toxic Avenger gets thrown into the Atom Smasher. They turn it on and nothing happens. He's a GD okay. superhero, Ray. What do you want? Okay. <laughs> well, I, I thought you'd have to be in there with somebody else, so I wasn't expecting anything to happen. It's an Atom you know. Smasher. It's not intended to meld two people together. That was an accident as these things happen. <laughs> it literally seems like that's what it does. It smashes the atoms together, and you end up with a half man, half other man. I feel like, wh- I feel like someday when Ray dies... Oh, like God. someone's gonna dissect his brain and and like realize it's like really messed up from CTE <laughs> or something, and then like everyone's gonna go back and be like, oh my God, his podcasting co-hosts are monsters. How could they have made fun of this poor man who clearly, clearly has something wrong with him? Gina, don't worry about it because uh, after the Chris Benoit thing went down, nobody went back and was like. Oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. How could you be so mean to Chris Benoit like that? <laughs> that's just a good like, point. Yeah, that's that's on him. That's yeah, okay. on him. It's all going to get scrubbed after I go on the double homicide. <laughs> yeah, this this podcast will never make it onto the WWE network, which is a <laughs> shame because they got a lot of money to blow. And like any other podcasts that make reference of me will then have to like bleep out my name and any references to me. It's yep. going to be crazy. Yep. It's going to Sorry, Delvin Cox. It's already it's already <laughs> happening. Uh, okay. So now we move on. We're back at the restaurant again. The Burpo fries. They shout out, nobody eat the Burpo fries. They're going to turn you old and nearsighted. And the people are like, hey, go F yourself. And yeah. then they eat the fries anyway. This is this is so obviously like when you tell Americans like, hey, don't eat this thing. It's it's bad for you. They're like, yeah. oh, fu- go fuck yourself. Who cares? It's bad for me. So, like, clearly what you should yell at that point is, don't eat the fries. Someone farted on them. Okay. Be- because it's like, you know, if someone's telling me, like, hey, don't don't eat bacon it's it's it, because it's bad for you, it'll eventually, like, make you, it'll shorten your lifespan. Everyone is going to be like, yeah, shut, shut up, dude. But if someone's like, hey, the chef just, like, put a pube on that bacon, no one is eating that bacon. It's a great point. You know, that's the thing I always notice is if you're ever like at a thing and say, hey, man, this tastes really good. You should try some. The person will always be like, oh, I don't know. I don't think I trust you. But if you say this tastes like shit, try some. They're immediately like, oh, yeah, I'd love to. Oh, it's really bad. It's like, well, then what were you worried about the first time? Because it was you will eat it if I say it's bad. This is not trust me if I say it is good. Like part of the reason why I love this, honestly, is because uh it is it's it's the whole vaccine uh conversation like mm. people are like hey this is healthy for you like fuck you man um so it's it's there's it's still relevant in a way that many cartoons are not chan that's my favorite character voice you've ever done on the show i just want you to know that you know what i'm a man of a thousand voices <laughs> i was gonna i was i was up to replace uh john dimaggio in futurama i know you they, were yeah you know then he signed <laughs> a deal whatever i don't know man who could see that coming right who could who could believe that they that bender would get signed before production would start a mere days after it was a controversy hey more who power could have possibly to him, seen that one coming he's getting more money and i hope the rest of the cast are too i mean i believe that is part of the deal yes but like, you know, hashtag pay Bender. What are we talking about right now? And pay Dr. Bender, the man in this episode of this program. Ah, no. transition time. 
I got places to be. Uh, nobody can believe that Toxic Avenger has a girlfriend, which I get because I tell people I'm married and no one believes me. You know what that? Yeah. 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 You I, don't I have to be I, so agreeable. I think, I think Melissa tells people she's married to you and they also can't believe it. So it goes both ways. And they're like, are interesting. You, are you being blackmailed? Do you need <laughs> blink twice if you need help? Did you? Did, are you being trafficked somehow? <laughs> the thing is, I think nobody believes it for either side of us for the same reason, and I don't think that's good at all. <laughs> you know, Gina sends like uh, uh, messages to Melissa all the time, being like, "You, you know, he has CTE, right?" Like, <laughs> Here's this Chris and Benoit like, documentary I think you should and see. And her response is always like, do you think I could deal with him if he didn't? Then I would mm. have to actually have conversations with the man. Boy, <laughs> this all tracks. This all this all makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, okay, we find out through all of this that Pepper somehow is the antidote. Chan, you're the science jerk. Yep. How does the science on this work? Why does Pepper turn this substance that turns you into a nearsighted old person into bubblegum? I mean, clearly the physics of this universe are different as an atom smasher in our reality does not turn uh, two people into one person. So I'm just going to say that uh, the atomic weight of mm -hmm, carbon mm -hmm. is different valence covalent pepper. Yeah. Well, thank you for clearing that up. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, they're going to spray pepper. Uh, uh, okay. They're going to spray the fields with the Magoo. And so they're like, okay, no zone, big nose guy. That's for you, Psycho Andy. I said his name, God damn it. <laughs> Hope you're happy with yourself. Um, they, they say, put, inhale all this pepper and then sneeze it all over the fields and the, 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 the gas as we're dropping it. And this will save the day. So he does. And it, it does. But yeah. according to Psycho Andy, no zone never inhaled. Uh, you know, you know what, New York Times, you don't need to fact check everything. I'm just trying to say. But also, this is this is how COVID works because if like yeah. you know, sometimes people hold their breath, but they still get COVID. So, pepper is COVID. And they and they save it. They save the world from COVID right there. Or and COVID it was supposed to happen in '91 as a result of burpo potatoes, and it ended up not happening as a result of the heroic pepper sneeze of no zone from the Toxic Crusaders. That's a thing. So then we cut back to uh, they want the guy wants to join. Bender wants to join the Toxic Crusaders. Now, first off, he has a job, uh, seemingly owns an entire restaurant. I got to believe that's good for the finances of the team and could give them jobs because he's already given one of them a job. Um, but then I really appreciated that. He says, my name is Bender. The other guy's name is Fender. We need to come up with a one word name for ourselves. <laughs> and I'm laughing hysterically being like, oh, all right. And then they go. They go, uh, what was it? Uh, head Ranger? What, and you didn't understand that that was the joke? Headbanger. Head I can't Ranger. read my own writing. Thank you, Psycho Andy. <laughs> he says, Headbanger. And I laughed. I did laugh out loud for that because okay, I was. Okay, good. Because, because I was like, well, Fender Bender was they, right they there. They hit but their heads to together. Headbanger. That's what you laughed <laughs> yeah. at, Ray. Uh, I'll be honest. No, I laughed at the name switch because they set me up to think one thing, obviously, and then and then changed it. See, Chen, that's what comedy is. It's presenting one outcome, but then giving another. I don't. Then why I don't, are I don't, we you doing know. this podcast? Because <laughs> we are presenting the idea that you are an idiot, and every week still doesn't change. We don't make the switch. Where's the turn in the joke? 
Hey, I got something extremely right that you two didn't know like a week ago. So <laughs> he's gonna cling to it for the rest of his life. Six years. I One. still have the banner. It's not going anywhere. It's gonna be tattered, and I'm still gonna be <laughs> hanging it behind me. He's gonna be um, at the nursing home, and he's gonna be saying, "I got. A, I was on a podcast." And then they're gonna say, "Sure, you were, Mr. Yeah. Stacanus. I got a thing right when Gina and Chan. We told you, Mr. Stacanus. Gina and Chan don't want to return your phone call." anymore they're my best friends the sad part about all of this is the people telling me that are gina and chan so that's (laughs) the hard part of this whole conversation um and then they're gonna add they're gonna market uh magoop 83 uh which is bubblegum and they put all their pictures on the banner and i don't think they understand marketing i'll put it out there Oh, you're telling me that you wouldn't buy this gum? This was, remember, this was in an no, age when people would went not. to see the Garbage Pail Kids movie and they bought Garbage Pail Kids, which had gum in it. So yeah, I actually gross. disagree. I think this is brilliant marketing. Somehow Any sexy gum- lady can sell gum, Ray. It's what sexy ladies are known for. I mean, look at the Double Mint twins. Am I right? But it takes a real marketing genius to say, no, we're using mutants. We're going to stand <laughs> out. Oh, no. Channing Sherman in chat wants you to know that Gina and Chan will get power of attorney over me someday, (laughs) Uh, which also holds up. That somehow tracks. It's a terrifying prospect for everyone involved. There's a a What's that thing that Britney Spears just got out from? Uh, That's going to be what I'm going to have. Conservatorship. That's the thing. Uh, there's a 100% chance that uh, your wife has written it into her will that when she dies... Uh, we're going to get power of attorney. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be her revenge on us. <laughs> you took him away for all those podcasting moments. <laughs> I should be thanking you. Instead, I'm forcing him onto you more. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And that <laughs> is Toxic Crusaders. Oh, my God. Hashtag free Ray, says Chatting Sherman. And that oh. must replace hashtag awkward allies or hashtag Ray is something. I don't remember what the <laughs> current one is, but uh, free Ray is much better. I like them all. I think every hashtag involving my name is stellar. <laughs> uh, and I appreciate all of the attention that deli- delicious ha- hashtags give to me. Can you eat hashtags? Sure. You can eat anything. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of hot dogs now. And now I'm just hungry. <laughs> delicious. And so that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. You can go to patreon.com slash knowing us at the podcast or facebook.com slash knowing us at the podcast. And you can do all the things. You can be part of our next live show. Thank you to everybody. Psycho Andy, Jason, Doug, Tim Blake, Delvin Cox, Channing Sherman, and JRC. Thank you so much for being a part of the show with us today. I think we want to try to do more of these as long as I'm stuck working from home on Wednesdays. <laughs> it think, really well, works out well. I think if we do well. more of these, we got we to gotta figure out how to streamline the process and... and- and Never happen. make it so there's Pat. not shirtless children and Ray uh, getting up every 30 do seconds need, because he forgot something. Do we need shirtless something. Ray? Is that, is that what I hear you saying? <laughs> do we need, am I need to just make this? You can also find us on Twitter at G.I. Joe Podcast. I've never seen an entire Zoom room turn their heads away from the screen <laughs> all on mass so quickly before. That was... That was something. They're not going to watch my screen because there might be a naked child. They're not going to watch <laughs> your screen because there might be a naked child uh gina like i don't know that a 26 year old man is considered a child but you know like maybe might, like a baby someone face. might be just all of a sudden we could see you know like some guy wearing like a 24 year old six foot eight guy wearing a diaper just like come stumbling from that door behind her and she has to like quietly go put him in a bear trap or something you know i this is all viable this is all things that could happen yep 
In the meantime, I, I have places to go. I got a meeting I'm supposed to be in five minutes ago. So thank you to everybody. You can hit us up on Twitter at G.I. Joe Podcast. But individually, I am at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And we will do this again soon. Maybe we'll do another Find Your Fate. Uh, and maybe we'll even do that uh, TV wrestling book with the with the AE double back people someday. Someday. I, I, I would like to do that on a Wednesday afternoon someday and just invite our patrons anyway and just have fun with it. Why not? And that way Gina doesn't have to worry about it. <laughs> Wait, am I involved in this or no? If you want to be, but like if I say you don't have to be, that generally means you're not going to be here. <laughs> All right, bye, Egon. We'll see you guys later. Have a good night. Thanks, guys. Thank you for coming. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, Give it up, Jimmy. You gotta sink this putt to win. Or, I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, working actors, comedians, writers, stunt people, you get it, and we do it all over breakfast, or should I say, breakfast. Every week is a new episode of Breakfast, and here's what you get. Inside Hollywood info, like, how cool is it to act with Ed O'Neill? Spoiler alert, it's really cool. And what the heck is a gaffer? You get great breakfast wrecks and foodie debates like, when should you go hash browns and when do you go home fries? I know the answer to that. Trust me, my pancake posse, my bacon brigade. Listen up, because breakfast is the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's breakfast time. Breakfast with Brent Pope, available at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Oh.